Who leads the seas? Who was the first to circumnavigate the world? Do you know what nation has the most commercial seamen of any other today? It's not Britain, nor the US, nor China, nor Russia. Nope, none of them. In fact, they originate from this little, tiny group of islands of only 300,000 square kilometers. How about that? In this video, we'll explore this line of thought. And then, in the next, we'll talk about documented fact as to whom the explorers said was Ophir and Tarshish, as well as test the ancient ships of the Philippines and the ones of Solomon's navy. These are incredibly compelling, and when you add them on top of all the overwhelming evidence, this really is not up for debate. Welcome to 100 Clues. The Philippines is the ancient land of gold, known as Ophir in the Bible and history. No, it's no fable, and this has already been proven in full in the God Culture's Solomon's Gold series. At the request of many viewers, we have pulled out 100 compelling clues, really proofs or evidences, from this research, in which we will highlight briefs of the most compelling points, and yes, there are over 100. For those who think they can come in and watch a 10 or 15 minute video and know what we prove or do not prove in a 50 hour series, give me a break. These videos are for those who have not had time to watch Solomon's Gold series and easy to share to friends and family, especially skeptics. This brief video cannot replace that 50 video series nor prove the way that it does, but this will be very effective nonetheless. So go there for full evidence, but now part 23 of our series 100 Clues, the Philippines is Ophir, one clue at a time. Did you know the Philippines? You know, 7,000 islands making up about 300,000 square kilometers only has become the world's main supplier of mariners? Considered the manning capital of the world for the seas? There are 229,000 Filipino seamen on board merchant shipping vessels around the world at any given time. Imagine that. In fact, Filipino seamen comprise more than 25% of the 1.5 million mariners worldwide, the single biggest nationality block in the entire shipping industry. Wow. In fact, overseas Filipino seamen contributed about 2.5 billion US dollars to the Philippine economy just in the first nine months of 2009 alone. Now that's an older figure. This is the restoration of a history that goes all the way back to the days of Ophir when Ophir ruled the seas of Southeast Asia. Yeah, we're going to prove that. Not in this video in full, but over the next few. And here's a story we wish to share to get this kicked off. From the days of Magellan. You do know Magellan, though credited with such, never actually circumnavigated the world. He did come close in a sense, 
but he was killed in Mactan Island, Philippines, after he had set fire to nearby villages demanding tribute. And, of course, he installed the very first idols in the Philippines. So some credit his predecessor, Juan Sebastian Elcano, since Magellan died. However, Magellan had acquired a slave on a previous trip to the east in Malaysia. And this story is fascinating, if nothing else. Enrique was seized in 1511 in Malaysia, Malacca, by Magellan, and not only did he return to the west with Magellan, basically going halfway around the world in that trip, he sailed with him all the way back to the Philippines. He served as an interpreter specifically in Cebu, in fact. How did he know that language? So, let's dig into this a little deeper. Now, it was obviously at least two voyages for Enrique, so certainly one could split hairs on the criteria. But nonetheless, he essentially circled the earth. Henry disappeared during the expedition, which is no surprise, as he was to be set free after Magellan's death. So he wasn't actually escaping, although many narratives make it sound as if that were the case. That's not true. We found an interesting article, in fact, in the Philippine Daily Inquirer by Ambeth Ocampo that raises interesting points we thought we would bring up. For Filipino historians, the relevant part of Magellan's will concerns one of his servants. And by this present will and testament, I declare and ordain free of every obligation of captivity and subjection and slavery, my captured slave Enrique Mulato, native of the city of Malacca, aged 26 more or less, that from the day of my death thenceforward set. So again, Enrique was not escaping. He was to be freed, according to Magellan's will, at Magellan's death. Enrique shall be evermore free, exempt and relieved of every obligation of slavery and subjection, that he may act as he wants and thinks fit. And it is my wish that 10,000 Maravitas out of my estate be given to him, this manumission a grant because he is a Christian and so that he may pray God for my soul. And Enrique was to be given money, though we have no idea whether he ever received that money. But his disappearance, no surprise, he was set free. In Antonio Pigafetta's account of the expedition, the slave is identified as Henrique, pretty much the same, but in most sources he is known as Enrique de Malacca. And in English sources, under the now politically incorrect, Henry the Black. Enrique was enslaved by Magellan at the age of 14, sometime in 1511. His pre-Christian name was allegedly Awam. Hmm, Awam. 
That sounds Filipino. Hmm. From Pigafetta and other sources, we know that Enrique spoke Malay, indeed, and served as an interpreter during the voyage, particularly in Cebu. Now, what do they speak in, Malu- in Cebu? Uh, not Malay. So he knew the language of Cebu? Hmm, interesting. This has led to the yarn that Enrique was originally from Cebu, or the Visayas, that he was captured in a slave-raiding expedition and sold to Magellan in Malacca. Now, this would also match many of Pigafetta's other writings that say that people of Cebu, merchants, were taking their large junk ships, very large vessels, to trade in Malacca, in fact. Now, following this line of thought, Enrique is the first Filipino to circumnavigate the world. Now, we do not have ironclad proof that Enrique, or Ewang, is definitely from Cebu. But we see that is far more likely, as Magellan likely did acquire him in a raid on a trade ship from Cebu, which Pigafetta records as a normal happening in his account when Magellan came. He talks about their junks, or large ships. Yes, the junk actually does not originate in China, but likely China learned about how to build the junk from Filipinos, because they arrived in China first, 600 years before China even had ocean-going vessels. And he says they are as large as the Spanish vessels. These ships are massive. Now, we will cover that, too, and it will astound. So, are these things coincidental? Well, in light of all of the evidence, we think not. Can we be conclusive on Henry the Black No, but we can see this whole video as another clue of the Philippines' ancient seamanship, for sure. How can we say this? Well, in the next videos, we will cover the ancient ships of the Philippines, including archaeology as well, which supports the whole thing, but as well as what the explorers believed and actually recorded in writing that the Philippines is not possibly, maybe, speculatively Ophir and Tarshish, but records as fact the Philippines is Ophir and Tarshish multiple times. After these next in this series, you will see why we use this as an introduction to this track. Does each video here prove the Philippines is Ophir? No, they are clues which together will lead to that conclusion. If you want the complete case, watch Solomon's Gold series in full, and you will find it's all there, proven overwhelmingly, which is why no one has been able to disprove this in over two years and millions of views. As we keep saying, there really is no debating The Philippines is the land of gold in all of history. It is time this knowledge be restored. For those about to comment in ignorance, yep, we always get them every video. We dare you 
to watch Solomon's Gold series by The God Culture. The original channel to prove the Philippines is in fact Ophir. And yes, we prove it. And you would have to prove it wrong to say otherwise. Even here, we are breaking these into sound bites and clear points, but watch how all 100 clues tie together in history, the Bible, science, geography, language, etc. And this series will blow you away. Thank you for watching 100 Clues. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Don't forget to click the bell and like us on our new Facebook, The God Culture Space hyphen space original. If you wish to skip ahead, go to the God Culture YouTube channel and watch Solomon's Gold series in English or Tagalog. There will be a link on the next screen. We can know this truth and be confident this belongs to the Philippines and no one can disprove it. Until next time.